Merry Christmas. We're live. Wow, it is it is Christmas morning. Merry oh oh I'm stretching. Merry Christmas. Okay, it's not really Christmas morning. It's, it's a not, Christmas lie. <laughs> we brought lies for Christmas. <laughs> Instead of coal. Uh, I have lies. a coal too. Like in my car. My dad gave me a, a lump of coal like a while ago. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was going to burn it in why? my backyard. I can tell you why. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, I have coal. It's kind of cool, too. It's like I could draw with it. You can, like, anyway. It's, like, really comes off on your fingers, too. It wasn't kind of what I expected. But I want to burn it and see how it burns. But anyway. Um, have you yeah. seen Muppet Christmas Carol? I may have in my life. I enjoyed that. It was funny. Right. I watched it recently. Excellent. So, uh, we are specifically having this episode because we don't want to have a podcast on Christmas, but we didn't want to leave you all without a Christmas present of us to listen to. We know yeah. that you would be like really just. <laughs> You're going to wake up Christmas morning. Oh, fuck your presents. I want to listen to Joe and James ramble on about the stuff they do. Well, Merry Chrysler. That's what we're doing. Well, Merry Christmas to you too, Joe. And uh, <laughs> glad you snuck in the F word on Christmas episode. Great job. Hey, hey, it's the holiday spirits. That's what's got me going. Well, uh, so we were going to talk about basically the year, like season one, which is like what we've decided that we're going to be talking about let's begin so how did we let's talk about how we started this podcast all right we went to uh so i work for a company and that company had physical sites and those physical sites were getting shut down to save Mm -hmm. money because corporate and there was a shutting down party that James and I went to. Yes. And we had numerous discussions about, you know, how to not be working at the said company mm. and instead be working for ourselves. And we had talked about there's this person that sells these things that they make that are just intentionally bad and they make money from them because they're intentionally bad and so we decided that we can be bad (laughs) we should make our own thing forgot about that part yeah yes and uh there's been so much that we've tried to do over the years, and consistency isn't exactly our strong suit. Um, we're very mm. up and down and on and off. Should we go probably see? Should we go over <laughs> to some of the things that we've tried to make? Not in like details, but uh, not really. Let's just move on with what this podcast is okay. about. If you guys but, want to uh, know more, leave a comment. Yeah, well discuss some of this junk yes um i mean i guess we could talk about maybe we we tried making a video game in a while ago which was very you know it was like (sighs) it was like a phone game yeah it was janky yeah it was like uh it was a like an ogre game you were like this Mm -hmm. dude he was constantly moving forward smashing like little people and stuff and he had flowy hair like uh i don't know some of those people that are known for their flowy hair octavio (laughs) and uh and uh it was it was kind of cool you know um guys would come up and you'd have to like 
smash them in the right order or you'd lose HP and all these things. And it was kind of like a high score thing. And mm-hmm. we had, we had worked on that. And for some reason we stopped. I don't even know why we stopped really. I don't remember. You know, and that, and that plays a lot into, you know, if we were doing something like this and working on that back in the past, we probably would have continued it. Um, or the, the likelihood would have been a lot better. Well, um, I would challenge that with Pancake Comic. Well, I mean, video games are more of our wheelhouse anyway, but yeah, I guess it is debatable. But that was that was just like an example of some of the stuff that we had tried in the past, and for whatever reason, we stopped. But with this, uh, with productivity and procrastination here, we have uh, consistently met um, every week, uh, we only took one hiatus, and that was to play some video games together. Um, mm-hmm. But I believe we re- may have even had been up on episodes by by then, and so yeah. it was never really a, a, a time off um, in real time, anyway, for for a listener. Yeah, it was. I think yeah, I think we were I think we all caught up. We were we ended up I think it got to this point where like we create the episode and then the next day we release an episode. Yeah, this will be the only time where we have maybe a no, a no, we'll still be on on point. So if we get sick or anything, we're You're we're sitting doomed. here, you're talking about I, people be on the week. edge of their seats. <laughs> Being like, oh my goodness, where's my weekly hit of productivity and procrastination? How will I move on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so we started, and we started. And how's it changed you, or has <laughs> it changed you? Oh, it's it's a big change. Um, I think I'm more analytical about the choices I make throughout the week. Rather than feeling this constant obligation to be doing stuff, I have it. It's more directed. It's like um, instead of oh, I should be, I should be working on my art. It's I want to make sure I get a drawing done today, or I want to make sure I get page four of pancake done today, or this week. It's much more focused. Like, there's always been that for me, that sense of, like, I want to be doing stuff. I want to be getting stuff done. I want to be creating. I want to be furthering my life. Um, <clears throat> which part of me also fights a lot of that in this, like, this life shouldn't just be about work all the time. It should be about enjoying yourself, too. So there's always that, like, struggle for me. But I'm not in a place where I can actually relax, at least financially a big part of me wants to go to 32 hours a week work for four eights here you're there i think that uh you know I always want to make what i do my life and so i think to myself it's got to be you know, as I won't say fun, but I'll say rewarding as rewarding doing the things that I, I, I hope for in my future as it would be to just, you know, zone out on a game or, 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 or whatnot. Um, to a certain degree, I think that's possible, but, uh, so I don't necessarily, your wording there made me think, oh, well, either fun or, you know, and you're usually the one who's always talking about making it fun. And I'm usually the one that's like, no, you got to make it, you know, it's got to be like a goal. But at the same time, I think that there's this crossover where they've got to, if doing the tasks gave me enough of whatever it needs for me to keep going, then I wouldn't necessarily need to feel like I need to zone out on a game 
as much. I don't know. I don't recall speaking about um like drawing and stuff as being not fun. I think I think when you're in the the place that we get sometimes where it's like you feel this like constant pressure of you need to be doing stuff no matter how fun it is it's going to feel like the worst thing in the world or something you just can't do mm. yeah negotiating that ocean um helping to look at things in the week um and that brings me back to productivity and procrastination here um, we, we weekly look at, you know, ourselves and that's what it became. I mean, at first I don't, I don't know what it was exactly, but what it is, is us weekly taking a look at ourselves. Sometimes it's a little rose colored and sometimes it's not. Um, I think we help each other with the with the accountability sometimes the hard questions are asked uh of each other and and we don't really try to pull any punches i do like that about about this um yeah sometimes it feels a little uncomfortable but we still we still do it and we don't script this in any uh, way obviously because if we did it might actually yeah. be good i um, am not scripted like, so this is raw, you know, raw Whoa. us looking at uh, at our lives, and but doing that makes me feel like looking at my life in a weekly kind of way is the best way for me. I don't know how you feel on that. Yeah, um, I really, really, really like having this weekly check in it does make me feel like I'm more productive overall. Like I'm willing to bet that if I was able to compare year over year in productivity, I would see a six to eight times more productivity this year. And that's just me throwing out numbers, but I'm willing to bet it's, it's ridiculous. My math would be way higher. I would mean, <laughs> be like, dude, comparing how much, I don't know, thousands of percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're probably right. I'm probably right there with you. Yeah, because I can't remember anything I did the year before, but this year I can think of, you know, we made four pages of Pancake. We've worked on a game. We've done this podcast. We've worked on another game. Like, we've got some ideas going. Like We've done a lot this year. I mean, even though there were a lot, I mean, board games we've tried to design, oh, yeah. you know, all these things that we, we think about doing, the, the one consistency is we are trying to create. We are taking the time to work together towards some kind of production. You know, and we're not 100% clear on what that's, you know, what's actually going to pan out first, you know, what, mm -hmm. what we're actually going to complete first, but... But there is that weekly push towards doing something and stopping the stagnation, which is what I've been plagued with my whole life. Yeah. No, I feel you. And it's, I think it's a big part of it is having a focus on like what you really want to be working towards. And having these weekly check-ins can help define that for you. Because, I mean, in the beginning, like, we didn't know what the heck we were doing at the beginning of these podcasts, I'm sure. And so it's like, we're just, we're just winging it. <laughs> Still are. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully over the course of hopefully years, um, people will be able to look back and go, okay, well they did complete something. And, uh, the only reason I'm listening to them is because I know they completed, you know, project Y variable. Malice whatever 
And uh, and so now they can go back and go, hey, here's the two schlubs that uh, that did something, and and this is the journey of them kind of doing it, like, and that's that's really why you know I wanted to start doing something like that was because I was always looking for that, you know, I wanted to see. Not the people that make it and then talk about, oh, this is, these are the four steps that I did to be perfect. You know, I always felt like that's, you know, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. I want to know what you went through. I want to see that. And so um, hopefully if we are able to to do something like that, it will give you a better opportunity as listeners uh, and viewers to to say okay th- this is this is a long haul thing it isn't it isn't 10 steps to perfection and i'm going to have my masterpiece done in one week it's mm-hmm. this is the real life you know there are fun things to do out there you got family you got lives you got friends you got people you care about you have health you have a real human body okay and you got to deal with how to make it all work and get crap done it's hard. You got to be in it in a consistent manner. You got to find a way to be able to look at yourself in a hard way consistently and go, okay, yeah, I didn't get much done, but I'm going to continue. And I'm going to be that person who doesn't stop until they've done something. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, it's interesting because like there's parts of me that think hey um we haven't completed anything yet but usually with like stories like this where like you know they talk about all the things that they worked on and didn't pan out and that type of stuff they have a bunch of like things that they tried to do just didn't end up working out and that type of stuff until they had their one thing right and maybe we just haven't found our one oh james found his one thing it is dull pineapple juice Sponsored by Dole. Not sponsored by Dole. <laughs> I love but they our do dynamic. Taste good. <sighs> um, but yeah, I know I'm really enjoying um, these weekly things. If we were to able to do this full time, I would be interested in doing a daily check in. But yeah, I mean. streaming like a daily check-in would be really fun i mean that's something to talk about but i think i'd have to actually like sit here and talk about it with you like maybe off camera and think about how that could could actually work um but we'd have to financially support ourselves through our other stuff before we could do that i mean you know, doing a midweek check-in, though, is not outside of the realm of possibility even right now. Yeah. You know? Um, and we can discuss something like that. Uh, but this episode, I mean, you know, also thank you for everybody who has subscribed, you know? Yeah, no I mean, doubt. you know, there are people who have listened <laughs> to us doing this and uh, thanks. We it, appreciate it, you. It's cool. And it's exciting. You know, I know, you know, and I don't like to talk numbers and stuff because, you know, to some degree, you know, it's, it doesn't matter if we had, you know, 5 million, you know, subscribers or whatever the, I mean, each, it's so valuable to me just hearing about that next person that might have subscribed. You know, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And hopefully um, you're getting some kind of encouragement, you know, from it. And you you are our encouragement to a large degree. Oh, yeah. No, it's a big deal. Like, if we were still at zero, I don't know if we'd still be doing this. <laughs> we probably wouldn't. I mean, honestly. If we're at zero um, across the board. I mean, there's because, so many you know, benefits, but it's like 
because we feel like people depend on us, it makes me way more interested in doing it. Or way I more don't want to depend, do but... <laughs> well, I mean, that's how I like to look at it. Like, they're they're looking to us for, you know, a source of entertainment, inspiration. Because I think I'm entertaining, and I think you're inspirational. Well, thank you. I'd like to be entertaining, too, though. <laughs> you're, you're plenty entertaining. I think our banter is entertaining. Well, you know, if we, if we didn't enjoy this, we probably wouldn't be doing it. And hopefully, and hopefully we have. probably some episodes where you can tell we weren't enjoying it. <laughs> well, maybe those finish. were hard episodes, too. <laughs> finish the episode like, fork. Those Whoa. guys were <laughs> slogging through. Oh, like we try to be like... honest, though. We, we, oh, we yeah. tell you up ahead, oh, this episode's garbage. <laughs> Don't even bother with your life. titled, You Can Skip This One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, um it's been a good journey. And I honestly, you know, there were times this year where I I don't know that I wanted to continue some of those times. I I probably would have been completely fine if you would have basically said, "You know what? Yeah, let's let's just bag this. But you know, looking at the whole year and and really kind of looking back and comparing it to the years prior, it's it's a mistake to to stop. Oh, I'm yeah. seeing growth. Oh, that's light years different. Light years different. And. It's it's night and day. It's it's being able to see yourself more accurately every week that really facilitates our growth. And the fact that we've I think one of our biggest um one of our biggest strengths and something that we've been really hammering during these episodes is we're just going to be as as real as possible. There are some caveats, like we don't like to talk about specific places, but that's about it as far as what we don't talk about. Yeah, I mean, we just try to be on topic. I mean, really, this is this is about... And I mean, maybe we don't talk about procrastination enough. I mean, we do that's it. That's true. <laughs> Well, yeah, know. I guess we we always view procrastination as the enemy, but it's not. It really isn't. It's the other side of the coin. It's the it's leisure. Like there's a lot of like heavy work culture in just our culture in general, and I don't think that makes a positive, healthy life. Like I think it's important to have both. Like you need to be spending time with friends, family making memories like that's that's important just as important as you know making your next game or your next image it's important to have a multifaceted life yeah and i want to be able you know yeah retirement has always sounded great in my mind you know as i've (laughs) when I've worked hard. Um, But ultimately I would love to be doing what I love to be doing until the day I die, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that is probably a decent summary of everybody. I mean, mostly anyway. No, for sure. So, to get back to our thing before, how do you think these episodes have changed you, James? Well, for me, my memory is suspect. Mine too. Um, and it it forces me. To, to at least take a glance. Sometimes I don't take that long look. I probably should. Um, 
but at least having you know you to talk with each week sheds some light on it and i have to look and uh because i would forget i i have forgotten so many years that i want to do something you know you just you just get trapped in the i'm just paying my bills i'm trying to pay off my debt i'm trying to just live mm -hmm. and deal with life Sounds like survive versus live. Yeah, exactly. And you get to a point where you're like, okay, if I could do my dreams, maybe I could thrive, you know, in a way. Um, or maybe at least, you know, the wounds um, would be more bandaged by these great things that you you feel good about when you when you when you are working. So. There's the dream. The dream didn't die all those years. But as the years progress, you you the hope, the hope that you talked about, you know, just today, um it's it's there lingering and then now that this year has has gone by and there's that hope that you won't forget and this year the next year won't be just another year that passes you by but instead you're excited about what the changes are going to be you know mm -hmm. version 2024 of of me maybe is the guy who can put together some kind of a book or can finally make that small little video game with his friend or mm -hmm. who knows there's there's this slight expectancy that's like okay we're at least gonna get further you know are we gonna complete right. something i'm not gonna put any i'm not gonna be you know but but you know what uh, what i do know is that as long as i'm alive i'm i'm at least gonna meet up and be able to glance back and and know that I'm gonna have done something maybe this month, <laughs> you know. Mm. I can't say this week sometimes, <laughs> but I can say this month. Yeah, it's it's it is so ridiculous comparing. Like, I can't get over it. The amount of work we've done this this year. Because it's almost been a year. Like, we're a month out, for, I think, from about a year. Yeah, I'd, li I'd probably just... We talked about maybe starting, you know, on January 1st. That's another shooting day for us, basically. Um, just calling it Season 2. Because, you know, let's just make it fresh with the new year. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel like it anyway. So. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, and uh, we're going to think about maybe changing our, our uh, episode titles to include the season and the episode name. Now that I've said it, maybe we have to do it. Because um, <laughs> I think it would, it's just kind of cool. I, li I yeah. like seeing that that when I'm clicking on stuff. I know where I'm at. Yeah, it's it's weird. Spotify says that you're like has me enter it manually but then doesn't show it anywhere so thanks spotify <laughs> so that's why we never included in the beginning because we're like okay well it's gonna be it's gonna be in the thing but it's not it's not whatever um but yeah this year like what do you think you learned I want to talk about like maybe the individual projects and what we've learned from so far. Um, what'd you learn about pancake? Like what, what did, what, what kind of things did you learn from working on pancake? Well, pancakes interesting. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of things to discuss with pancake too, but I want to hear your side of it and then, well, that. I mean, Pancake was something that we worked on uh, in person and 
over the internet. So that is a factor. That's very different from a lot of things. Uh, and when we were in person, there's different dynamics there too. And we even got into an argument and we solved that argument there too. We, we learned how to communicate a little bit better and effectively to each other. Um, we learned for that um, particular project, there were certain roles that we had and we defined those roles out when we had that problem day. I think that it's wise to to look at the roles that you have in each of the projects and not to just assume those are the same roles, um, to spell those things out when you do start a new project with someone. Like, okay, you know, how are we going to, what, how are we going to solve where that, when there's a problem, when, when, when we don't see eye to eye, you know, what are we going to do in that kind of a way? And, and obviously that would change if, you're dealing with more than two people. Um, I really enjoyed seeing your uh, progress as an artist, you know, as you worked on things, especially your lighting, which I really learned to, to really appreciate and love um, your coloring in the lighting too uh, made me really, really just, feel good uh i i liked how how the the things were and there were some obviously the palette you know was was limited we had not not many choices in, but we did that you know for a purpose and i think it was good so i enjoyed looking at how you um changed as an artist over time and um and just working together on learning how to do a a um, a storyboard in a in a way that would work with someone um, felt good. I think that if we had more time um, working together, like like. Like if this was what we did and we had like a place that we went to and you sat there and was drawing, you know, and and maybe maybe it could have been something that um, we could have finished a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. um, but. Uh, but I still enjoyed the process, I still have. Um, good feelings uh, for for having attempted it, and and I guess I'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with all those points. I would. Um, I have a couple questions, or at least one specifically for you. Um, so with with pancake, one of the things that was interesting about that was outside of um, storyboarding. Like, you wrote the story, right? And then we would storyboard every so often. But for the most part, it was almost a hands-off project for you. Mm. Yeah, only the days where we were actively working on the storyboard, like at your house. Mm -hmm. uh, and some of the times we were working Online. when you were drawing some of the sketches, like that one day. And I was... <laughs> giving you feedback on how to make maybe the pages, like remember with the letters and stuff in oh, the background yeah. and all this, you know, there were times when I put input into your side of it, but that was because that was the side we were kind of waiting on. Um, mm -hmm. My side how was, how as we. It? I meant, what? sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll ask you um, a follow-up question. So, so I think yes, to some degree, I, was kind of hands off, but I think I was more like on hold. I mean, if I, if I needed to, you know, and even when we were drawing like the Raven and stuff and, and, um, I was giving the feedback on that side, you know, as you were doing it, I was coming up with, okay, well, this is maybe the next section of text in between where we're going to put it and all that stuff. So I think to a certain degree, you're right. There, there was, there was less immediacy in what I needed to do, 
but I was current up to the point that you were at. So, (laughs) you know, and I tried to help you on your side to, to further the progress so that we could do more on my end. Um, but ultimately, uh, you're right. There was less that I almost could do, though. I mean, because yeah. each step required part of your step. So mm-hmm. what do you say about that? I, I don't know. Uh, my question is, did you feel more disconnected from the project because, or did you feel disconnected from the project because there wasn't a lot for your specific side to do? Or is that not something that you thought about? I mean, honestly, it was probably like, I just wanted to stay current and I probably used it as excuses to just not do much else, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, um, but through the whole process, you know, it, it gave me time to examine, you know, the longer form writing that I was doing, you know, the, the novels and the novellas and all those things that, you know, and the journaling and all that other stuff. And I guess at that point, it was what I just kind of needed to do. Um, and to some degree, you you have to rise to the level of the emergency. And so there wasn't a lot of emergency on my end. So, you know, I did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I was just curious about that because because I had talked about it to you before where it felt like like there wasn't a lot for you to do. I mean, you helped out as much as you could, but there just wasn't a lot for you to do outside of like storyboarding after you had written the story, which was which was weird as in a I was just wondering if it like felt weird for you <laughs> cuz it would be weird. I mean, if it was a more difficult project, um, verbally speaking, you yeah. know, it, it storyboarding might might have been more, um, but it wasn't, you know. Um, so, what did you learn from that prog- progress or from that pro- project, rather? I I learned a lot about being an artist um <laughs> cuz in my brain i think of the first page of the 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 chapter and i think it's really visually appealing but i don't have any strong feelings towards it like they're not positive feelings cuz it doesn't feel like it's mine I feel disconnected from it. The second one, when I think of like pancake and things I'm excited about, I think about the second page where it was like inside the garbage bag and, you know, like the reflection of the light and all that. That one's exciting for me because that, that felt like my page. Cause I learned about how to basically say, no, I like it this way. And keep the image as mine. Instead of changing my image based on external feedback, filtering the external feedback through myself. And I'm I'm slowly getting to that realization. Like, you hear words. You hear these words in the same order. But they don't make sense until they do. Until you've put in the hours or you've had to like encounter that situation where the words make sense in a different way. And it's, it's frustrating because you tell these people just take the art and filter it through yourself. Like don't, don't change everything based on someone else's opinion. Cause it's not going to be your work anymore and you're not going to feel connected to it. 
Like, I can say these things. And people are like, yeah, no, that makes sense. But they won't apply it until they realize that they've got that disconnect. It's It sucks because you want to share these ideas, these these feelings and these these lessons learned. But for me, like, they don't sink in until I've already experienced it. It's frustrating. Because <laughs> I want to save people time by being like, no, 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 no. Because I, I mentioned this earlier, or yesterday's, uh, yesterday's, today's, whatever, the episode before this one. I mentioned, um, <clears throat> I mentioned that I do a better job when I'm not copying and I'm making my own thing. It feels more fluid. It feels more creative and I'm filtering what I see through myself. But I don't know. It's filter things through yourself. Let your intuition take over and don't be so rigid about things. Like, make sure you follow your rules, but filter things through yourself, through your artistic intuition. At least as far as drawing goes. I don't know how it would work in. Well, it's, you know, it's very similar in writing. It's just, when you were talking about your decisions on the page, um, you know, there's there's lighting, there's, you know, how how detailed do I want to make something? You know, what's the style I'm, I'm going, you know, there's, there's all these little minute decisions that you're making. And as a writer, every word is a decision, mm-hmm. you know? And in a particular document, you might have, you know, thousands and thousands of words. So those, there's a lot of little decisions to some people, those decisions don't mean as much. Each word doesn't hold as, as much Use me as much weight. But for someone like me, I care more about the individual words. So it's harder. There's, there's a lot more decisions and a lot more to second guess yourself on. Mm-hmm. And... um. But I've really learned the way that I look at my writing is, okay, well, I probably suck, okay, (laughs) but I suck in my own unique way, okay? Mm -hmm. So, So the way that I decide to put my words down is leading my reader down a path. And that path is my style, the way I think and the way I put, you know, my words in is, is me. And if I don't do that, then I'm just going to be something else. You know, I'm going to be something that's more bland and more not as suck in that way. And it's not going to encourage me to write anymore because then I'm just not being me. I mean, Mm -hmm. as an artist, I think why we enjoy the medium that we choose so much is because of those aspects of yourself. You can put what you like in the way that you like them on the page. And people are either going to, like that, follow it, purchase it, whatever, or they're going to find, there are billions of people on the world in the world, so, I mean, they're going to find something else that they like, and more power to them, you mm. know? But it, I'm not doing my real um, followers uh, any, any service at all to give them the product that they're looking for. Maybe my product is exactly what some people are looking for. And if I'm not me, then they'll never get what they were looking for in that regard. So uh, being true to yourself 
is the hardest thing to do because you're 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 comparing yourself to what is out there it's but insecurity. in the same way it's the only way yeah to make something real yeah no i completely agree like for me it was always like an insecurity like i always looked for external feedback cuz i didn't trust myself and you have to realize that yeah that might be true that you don't trust yourself and you think you're shit which i mean Arguably, we're all shit in our own special ways. But even though it's shit and it's going to come out looking like shit, I'm just going to keep going with this, <laughs> keep coming out looking like shit, it's, it's worth it in the long run to make sure it's yours. Because then you can actually feel, look back and look, be like, look, I made this. It was mine. I did take some feedback because I'm not saying don't take feedback. I think feedback is great. I love feedback. But choose if you're going to do it or not. Don't just do it because you think someone else says it's better. Be like, look, I appreciate your feedback, um, but I think I'm going to go in a different direction. Because obviously it's your piece and you should, you know, do your piece how you want to. Like, make sure that the feedback works for you and works for your piece in your vision of the piece. And don't look at it like you did it wrong. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, I'm assuming if I ever write anything real, you know, then it's solidified in there. And in a decade, if I'm still, you know, blessed with the opportunity to continue doing that, I will look back and I will have things that I have read, maybe feedback from people that I go, you know what? I agree with what they're saying. I really need yeah. to take a look at that when I'm writing and that will change me and I will make something that is different. In, but it's what I believe is different, you know, uh, the choices that I really want to make. And yeah, it's going to come from probably some outside opinions. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that what you said in that, you know, yeah, thank you for your feedback. I'm choosing not to go this route is right. But make sure that you like you really take the time to either believe it or not. Like if you don't even believe it in your, you know, you're just making a decision based on a reaction. Oh, I don't I don't want to do that because that's not my idea. Like really. I think it's wise to spend a lot of time contemplating um, maybe something that you're doing wrong, like really looking at it objectively. I don't know. Maybe oh, that's a deeper no, thing. I, complete, but... I completely agree. There's always a knee-jerk reaction to reject anything that's going to change your art. But you do need to sit there and contemplate it. You do need to think, is this actually better? Would this work with this? Would this work with that? And no, I completely agree. I I I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't I didn't touch on the importance of suppressing your knee jerk reaction. One thing though, and I'll use an example that I have from you. Um, one time I was reading one of my pieces to you, and I asked you your thoughts on it, and you came up with a few things and every single one of them I agreed with because I had thought them myself. So I think an important key is before you look for feedback, look at your own piece and give you some feedback yourself mm -hmm. and go, you know what? Is this good? Is this, am I, is, yeah. And have yourself a, some questions. They're necessarily like solid answer like oh no lighting's gonna be this way from now but they're like hmm is this good you know maybe have a few things that you've critiqued yourself on and then when you hear that feedback when you then go and search for it you can go okay where are my thoughts lining up with the feedback or is it you know because having having nothing from your side and just Seeing that, you're you might just have negative reactions to it instead of going, uh, okay, okay, yeah, dude, three seven five, you are right on there. I think I agree, 
And I'm glad you pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also this like part of us that realizes things are wrong and something doesn't feel right about it until it's pointed out. Like, like we can tell something's wrong and we can feel like something's wrong, but maybe getting feedback is another way of confirming those. And do really think about it and see if that's exactly what you were thinking. Because it is important to, like you said, to really consider it. And because feedback is feedback. For some reason, someone said this. And it may not be for the right reasons for you, but they said it for a reason. And always be appreciative of people giving feedback, even if. Because it's not. I mean, people like to tell people what they think about things. And I think that's just the human experience. But it is important to be polite and kind when people do give you constructive feedback. Because it's not like... They took their time out of their day to do that. There are always the pro-trolls out there. Do be aware. No, I agree. (laughs) And that's why I specifically said constructive feedback and not, you know, this looks like James's face. (laughs) And you write back, thank you. (laughs) So yeah, there's a lot of, I think that everything that we've tried to work on in the last year has been, you know, can be positive if you look at it in a way of how can I learn from this and all that. I mean, they can also be looked at the negative way. Oh, well, we never complete anything and we never, you know, but I think there's the positive is the better, the better scenario. Speaking of which, what, what things did you learn from our pancake project like what what lessons have you learned that the amount of time that you actually actively work on something is probably more of a factor than anything um I think what Pancake was a product on the amount of hours that we spent. Mm-hmm. And to a large degree, I think that that's the same with any of any major project you're going to try to do. Ultimately, if I'm writing or if you're drawing, the biggest thing is how how many how, how much butt in chair did you actually do? You know? Mm-hmm. And the change that I'm trying to make is how to make those hours tabulate up in a way that feels great because if it does i yeah there's going to be the hard times and yeah there's going to be the the days where you know whatever i'm not talking about that what i'm talking about is 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 this creative endeavor that you are trying to do feeling like it's the life you want or not you Mm -hmm. know no, I agree. Completely agree. Um, like I've been telling, like I told you this last week, like I felt that this week where I got the life that I want to live, um, drawing and making that a priority. It felt so good and sharing it. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, one of the lessons I learned with pancake was, scope and like how long it actually does take to complete things scope is such a big factor like i love the pieces that we have made for pancake but i think it would have been better if we would have just gone drawings versus illustrations like 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 finished drawings rather than 
entire colored illustrations. Ah. Uh, yeah. I mean that that the scope yeah. the scope of You're each right. illustration taking so long. Not just not just because it took me a while to do them, but because it's it's a lot of work and taxing for me. Um, especially when I'm working 40 hours a week too, to get, to make the time. And so many new things you have to learn. I mean, you had to look at color in a way that you've never really looked at color before. Yeah. And all of those things are not small things when it comes to art. So you're right. Cutting out one, a whole element of that. Definitely yeah. could have sped up the project. So scope. It really wasn't a minimal viable product. No, no, we 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 went into it trying to make that, but we ended up we ended up expanding too much, and I think that was our biggest. I think that was our biggest hurdle was scope. Well, it's been, you know, a great experience, Um, this podcast, uh, these these videos. I enjoy being able to, you know, see you as well. Um, I know a lot of people listen on on podcasts, but we are on YouTube as well. And um, it if we were just on audio talking to each other, I I don't feel like it, it would be as real in in our voices mm-hmm. it's nice to see yeah the uh the other person that you're talking to um but hopefully that just helps if you are just listening to this as well because uh, i'm sure it comes out in our voices and, and in the inflection of the way we speak mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we learned yeah. a lot this year. Like, a lot, a lot. We learned about, you know, scope. We learned about um, basically making sure that we have defined roles and we talk about those and how to work together, how to resolve conflict, how to communicate better. How to look at ourselves in a truthful manner. Mm-hmm. And uh, make changes, see how those changes, you know, everything's an experiment on on yourself, too. But you're just trying to become a better person. And it's, it's, it's not a one-week decision. You know, each person has different variables. And each one is, it's hard to, to do all, to change is hard. And um, I guess if there's anything I could say to my, you know, previous version or somebody who's just starting out, it's it's this is, this is something that takes some time. Do not judge yourself. Yeah. Quick. <clears throat> you know, be slow. You know, and and take those wins and realize that it's, it's like this game of addition where you're, you're like stacking on a change on your back. And after a while, it's like this, you know, massive, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> it works in any fashion, but it's the weight of change definitely uh, is not a, is not something you just you can just at least for me. I mean, you know, I, I change very slowly. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's been a good year. I'm I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, so next week's episode, we're going to talk about like yearly goals. 
Um, when we do another one of these, it will be the first day of the new year, mm-hmm. I believe, if you're available yeah. that day. And uh, so in the American tradition of the new year, it's about goals and how you're going to change your life and what you're looking forward to and <laughs> losing weight and all these, you know, I mean, I, I mean, if I was somebody who cared, I'd be like dressed in workout outfit. I'd like have like, you know, things and, you know, that. It, but come on, I'll just have a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll get a coffee too that'll be fun i like coffee i like sugar coffee i don't like to yeah. drink coffee very often yeah here you go give me a starbucks a mocha frappuccino blended yeah make that too i will by going to starbucks happy new year and thanks for listening. Have yourself a hope you had a great Christmas. If you are listening yeah. to this on that day, and uh, otherwise, I hope just, your Christmas uh, is terrible. Well, actually, the episode will be coming out on the twenty sixth. But... No, it'll be coming out on the twenty fifth. Oh, all Wait. right. No, you're right. Yeah. Should we schedule it for Christmas? I think we, we should. Do it a day early. Let's like just a do Christmas it a day early. Surprise? That's right. The Christmas Yay! surprise. Surprise! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. This was what you were hoping for. All right. So, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Take it easy. Goodbye. <laughs>